Adjunct Students of the Brewing Podcast. The podcast where we will embark on a journey to be one with Christ in our everyday lives as human beings. I am your host, Samantha P. Laguerre, and welcome back to another episode. The wheels on the bus go round and round. The love of Jesus all around. Search party over souls been found. Paid my ransom, no more bound. Kingdom citizens, we are back with another episode. How are y'all doing? It is a new day. It is a new episode, y'all. Episode 50. Like, what? 50, though? That's wow. Like, thank God, man. Praise God, y'all. Praise God. But hey, y'all. So, yes, this episode is coming out a little late. Okay, but it is out. And I thank you guys for your patience. I will definitely get to give you guys more information just about that i do not want to delay the message for today as you guys can tell from the episode losing position right last week on the being one podcast on episode 49 i spoke about listen y'all it is possible to forfeit your position. It is possible to self-sabotage where you are and the position that you are in. And so today on the podcast, this is what we are going to talk about, okay? But before I get into the episode, I do want to, again, encourage you guys to leave your reviews on the Apple Podcast. I encourage you guys to follow the Being One Podcast on Instagram, follow the Being One Podcast on Facebook, follow the Being One Podcast on YouTube. Yes, we are everywhere, and I need you guys to follow these pages, and I thank you in advance for following these pages, okay? We definitely want to build that community on these pages. I want to hear from y'all. I want to see y'all I want to see what y'all are doing and do not be shy at all to message me do not be shy at all to share when you are listening if you have a comment if you have a question listen we are learning together we are growing together we are on this journey together okay and of course if you would like a kingdom citizen I don't do church I am the church tea okay you can check out our um, teespring store so I would have the link in the show notes I also have the link in my bios on social media and there's also a being one podcast tea as well so listen if you have the kingdom citizen tea already and you're continuing with you know just that one color you can also purchase a being one podcast tea as well so there are definitely options for you guys different options to just kind of you know support the ministry can support this podcast without further ado okay let's get into this episode okay episode 50 losing position Right now, as I talk about losing position, y'all know me, I like to think about things and um, reveal things in the natural. Okay, to just kind of prepare us for what I'm going to speak about in the spiritual. Right. So talk about losing position. We've been talking about for the last few weeks about being in position. And of course, hey, guys, I refer to the listeners of this podcast as Kingdom Citizens. So if this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay. Um, the reason why I call the listeners kingdom citizens is because we are a part of God's kingdom okay and so we've been talking about being in a position and if you do not know what I'm talking about please go listen to the last episodes okay um but we're talking about being in position right 
And I said, listen, God gave me the word. I'm in position. He also gave me the word to release that you are in position as well. When I'm talking about the natural, I want us to envision us waiting in line. I don't know what you're waiting in line for, okay? Maybe you're on the phone, you're in queue, waiting to speak to an operator, waiting to speak to someone to solve a a problem, give you a solution to a problem. Maybe you're in the line at H&M, you're in the line at Walmart, you're in the line at Publix, right? Where are you? Think about you in line currently. Where would you be at, right? You're in line, right? There's someone before you. There might be someone before that person, right? So you might be number five in line. You might be number three in line, but you're in line. Now, let's say that you get out of line, right? You get out of that position of being in line for something. What happens is you just, what, forfeited your place to get to what you were trying to get does that make sense like you just forfeited your um position of getting what you were trying to get so let's say you got out of line you were number five and you go and maybe you went to go do more some more shopping or maybe you got tired of being on the phone and say you hang up the phone and you call back again and you decide to get back in line you're not going to be in that position closer to what you were trying to get right you're gonna be farther behind right you were once number five now you're number 10 because you got out of line right so it is possible to forfeit your position it is possible to forfeit your place right again we're talking about being in position and we're talking about losing position and so I just gave you guys or I had you guys envision you being in line and then you stepping out of line and now forfeiting your place in that position. And now I want to give a definition of position because I haven't done that. I did not give you guys a definition of position. I've said we are in position, but what does that even mean? What is the definition of position? And so position means, and I'm using the dictionary off of Google, y'all, the noun, a place where someone or something is located or has been put. So position, it's a location, it's a place, right? So when I was talking about forfeiting your place, you forfeited your position, right? Similar terms. You're in a situation, a spot, a site, a scene. Another noun definition, a particular way in which someone or something is placed or arranged, right? The verb for it, Put or arrange someone or something in a particular place or way. You're in position, right? And I said that God is telling us that we are in position. He has strategically positioned us somewhere, right? He has strategically positioned us in a place, in a situation, at a site, in a spot, right? And so again, I gave you guys this picture of the natural. And so I wanna draw us to the spiritual aspect of this, of being in position, that God has positioned us in this season he has strategically placed us in a place in a spot on purpose right and so how can we lose this position how can we lose our spot right um just like in the natural and we're going to also talk about it in the spiritual right there are external and even internal factors that causes us to move prematurely or causes us to leave that space or spots right um sometimes we think listen there's another way or a shortcut right you know when you are you know in the line at walmart 
and you're like peeping the other cashiers or you're peeping the other lines to see if the lines are shorter, right? <laughs> y'all, I'm gonna give y'all a um real life. Like sometimes I will like I'm peeping to see like, oh, let me see if that line is shorter. And you'll leave that place that you were in. You'll leave that position you were in to go to another one thinking that one was going to be shorter and you'll be able to get out faster. And you did not realize that the person (laughs) have like 100 items in their car. Right. And I remember that happened to me. And I was just like, bro, I should have just stayed where I was like now I'm going to be here longer. And I literally witnessed everyone that was in line (laughs) that the line that I left, they all finished, got their stuff scanned, was finished out the door. And I was still waiting. Right. So what seemed to be shorter, what seemed to be a shortcut was not a real shortcut. Right. I lost my place. I lost my spot. I lost my position. I moved prematurely. I moved thinking that that was going to be easier. That was going to be a shortcut and it wasn't, right? And sometimes it's sometimes we see someone else leave or move, right? We're like, "Oh, they left. Well, let me leave," right? <laughs> like kind of like a monkey see monkey do, but not not to be funny or call anybody monkeys, but we do that and sometimes it's not even we do it subconsciously like we see that someone else isn't having patience or they're like giving up and sometimes it I don't know inspires us to give up like I don't know if we want to call that an inspiration but like sometimes we see that and we follow suit right they leave we leave and God didn't tell you to leave for example you at a job or something right and you got a a, a friend a buddy at the job you know how we always have a buddy at the job right and that person's like, you know what? I'm sick of this. I don't like the management. Like, I'm leaving. And you're like, well, that's my friend, so I'm leaving too. God ain't tell you to leave. Like, where are you going? Right? God ain't tell you to leave. Like, y'all, you know, you might live in the same state. And you see someone else move to Georgia, Atlanta, Texas. Because y'all know what y'all be doing. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Right? And so you, you're you like, well, let me let me go to Georgia. Let me Let me go to Texas. Who told you? Who told you to leave? Who told you to leave the position that you're in? God didn't tell you to do that, right? And so sometimes we we get distracted by what others are doing, y'all. We get distracted by what others are doing because they're moving. They're doing other things. And so we think that we should follow suit. God did not tell you to do that. Why would you leave your position? Why would you leave the place where he has positioned you? Sometimes we get distracted by a product, right? You're in the store, you're in line. You see that Lay's have a new flavor of chips and you go and look it up. You go look at it, right? Now you got distracted, you're out of line, right? You get distracted by a person. Ooh, he look good. Ooh, she look good. You ain't have no business. You leave your you leave your place to go pursue. You leave your place to go holla. Who told you to go do that? right we leave our place we move for a relationship sometimes you're you probably are already in a relationship and you think that this new guy at work this new guy at school right he must be better he looked better he must be better right and so you leave your place you leave your relationship the relationship that god has placed you in to go pursue something else who told you that why who who moved you right sometimes even opportunities we see an opportunity we hear of an opportunity and we think oh let me let me go and you leave your position you leave where god has positioned you 
right? These are some external factors. We get impatient. I don't want to be in line anymore. <laughs> like, I don't want to wait anymore. Like, everybody else is getting married. Everyone else is booed up. I don't want to wait anymore. Like, no. Like, I'm I'm getting impatient. And so I go figure it out for myself. I go, you know, go on dating sites. I go on dates. I entertain anybody who comes in my DMs because I'm tired of waiting. Right? We get impatient. Oh, everybody's getting to their dream school. Like, I'm tired of waiting. Like, what? Everybody's getting in their career. God, what the heck? Like, I'm tired of waiting. We get impatient. And we start doing things for ourselves. We start handling it by ourselves, right? We stop consulting God because God is taking too long. So I'm going to figure it out for myself. We get impatient, right? And then not only do we get impatient, because it's one thing to be impatient. It's one thing to, you know, feel like, oh, man, everything is happening. And, yeah, I'm still waiting. It's another when we move on our impatience-ness. I don't know if that, that ain't a word, but you get what I'm saying? Like we do things because of our, impa- we're impatient, right? We move prematurely. We go after things prematurely. We go after things. We we step out of line and do something because we're impatient, right? For example, going into the other line because we're impatient. Sometimes fear of it's too good to be true. Internal factors that gets us out of line. Internal factors that makes us lose our position. We fear it is too good to be true. God, I mean, am I really going to find somebody that's going to wait for marriage? Like, because the way these men set up, the way these girls set up, um, I think it's too good to be true. So I'm going to just have sex. Um, can I really not masturbate and watch porn? Nah, that sounds too good to be true because everybody's doing it. So, you know what? I'm going to still do it, right? We think that something is too good to be true. I don't think, I don't know if I could be truly delivered. I don't know. Everybody else does it. Or even the fear of the unknown. Okay, Smith, I hear you. I'm in position, but what am I in position for? Like, what's going to come out of this? Like, I don't, I don't know. And you're not telling me, God is not telling me what is coming out of this. You know what? I'm already tired. Like, I don't, and I don't, I don't know if I'm ready to accept whatever it is. Like, I don't want to be a pastor. I don't want to preach the God. I don't, I don't want to do that stuff. So, you know what? I'm getting out of line. <laughs> we do that, y'all. We think about these things. We think that, oh, what does that mean for me? Oh, I don't know. So let me just get out of line. Let me get out of position. Being a people pleaser, that will get you in trouble. And that will help you to lose your position, okay? Because when we're trying to please every and anybody, honey, every and anybody is not going to help you to be aligned with what God is doing in your life. They're not going to align with what God is doing in your life. They're not going to align with the person that God has called you to be. Right. So if you're sitting there, people pleasing, pleasing everybody and their mama, you are going to be out of position because guess what? When they call you to turn left and God told you to stay right, you're out of position. Right. And so we must not be people pleasers. We cannot do it because we're going to forfeit our position. And of course, it's the being one podcast. So, of course, I'm going to give you all the scripture. And I think about the scripture, many called but few chosen. That's where we get gra- we gather this um, sentence, this verse from many called but few chosen. And that's found in Matthews 22. All right. 
And so I'm going to read it for you guys. In Matthew 22, in the New Living Translation, it reads that Jesus also told them other parables. He said, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a king who prepared a great wedding feast for his son. When the banquet was ready, he sent his servants to notify those who were invited, but they all refused to come. So he sent other servants to tell them the feast has been prepared. The bulls and fattened cattle have been killed and everything is ready. Come to the banquet. But the guests he had invited ignored them and went their own way. One to his farm, another to his business. Others seized his messengers and insulted them and killed them. The king was furious and he sent out his army to destroy the murderers and burn their town. And he said to his servants, the wedding feast is ready and the guests I invited aren't worthy of the honor. Now go out to the street corners and invite everyone else you see. Okay. Here is a king who has prepared a feast and he has told his servants, listen, go get the people on the guest list because guess what? They've been in position for some time. I created this list, right? So they were in position, positioned on the list. And so they went out to give them the invite. Listen, it's ready. Let's go. And what did they say? What did they do? They they was ignoring them. Listen, I got business to take care of. Listen, I got a, I'm engaged or I'm, I got a new man. I got a new girl. I ain't got time for that. Okay. I'm I'm over here doing my own thing. I got I got this to take care of. I I'm trying to get into this school. I'm trying to eat, right. We, they, it was all these excuses. Nobody could come, but yet they were in position, right? Because they were on the list, and now it was time. Listen, it's time now. Like listen, y'all been in position. Y'all been on the list. Now it's time. Let's go. Let's celebrate. They forfeited their position. But the good news, <laughs> the good news out of this. Is because the fact that they forfeited their position, the king says, listen, go ahead and invite everyone you see on the street corners because they're not worthy of the honor anymore. They're not worthy. They were in position and they forfeited their position because they were too busy handling whatever else they got going on. And so go get everybody you see on the street corners and invite them. And I want to read the rest in the New King James Version. Starting from verse 10. So these servants went out into the highways and gathered together all whom they found, both bad and good. And the wedding hall was filled with guests. So this is why I say this is good news. The king sends them to the highways, right? And says, listen, gather all, they gathered all the good and the bad. And this is good news for us. Because the people who were once on the list and positioned for this feast, they forfeited their position. And now here are the people in the highways, the good and bad, given an opportunity. Not only were they given an opportunity, they too were in position. This is what makes it good news. They were in position. So I'm here to tell you. It does not matter your circumstance. It does not matter what you physically see. It doesn't matter that you're in the highway. It doesn't matter that people see you look bad. It doesn't matter people see you look good, right? (laughs) You're still in position. So do not look at your situation and count yourself out in this season. Man, Samantha, that sounds good. 
that really does sound good you know that you're telling us that we're in position but girl I am not I'm not I don't think I'm ready I don't think I don't think God is positioning me I don't think I'm in position I don't think so my current situation the way this um my life set up right now the way I feel like I'm on a highway in the byways like I don't think that God is positioning me it's so funny to me because when the king sent them out, he said, go to the highways and gather everybody. He sent them to a location. Whoever was at the location, understand that they were in position. If they were not there, they would not have been invited. I'm here to tell you, you are in position. I don't care what your life, I don't care what the circumstances is. I don't care. I don't care. You're in position. You're still in position, Right. And the reason why I can say this is because I was the girl in the highway that God called for. He called for me and I was in the highway. I was fornicating. He still called me. He still chose me. He still, yeah, go ahead and send her an invite. (laughs) And all I had to do was say, yes, God, what? You're going to use me? You're going to choose me? Like, do you know what I did? So, and he still positioned me, still positioning me. Because listen, it's a process, right? Being in position does not exempt you from going through the process, right? It was a process from the people who were in the highways to get there, right? They they came from somewhere before they got to the highways, yet they were in position. They were in position at the highways, and it took a process. I don't know how they got to the feast. I don't know how they got to the palace. I don't know how they got to the king's house. They walked. They ran. I don't know how they got there. But there was still a process from that place to the place, right? It was a process from that place to the place, the place where the feast was being held, right? Yet they were still in position. That process, them them being positioned, it was getting them closer to the feast. It was getting them closer to being at the table where the feast was being held. There was still a process, right? It didn't just, oh, yeah, y'all are invited and poof, they were at the king's table. No. There was still a process. The process is necessary. Just like number 1, the person, you know, let's, let's say we're back at Walmart now, the person who's getting their items checked out, they were once number 5 in the line, right? So just like they were number five and now you're number five, you will be number one after the the the, the rest of the four goes by, right? Your your time is going to come. And ooh, I, I'm going to help some of y'all right now. If y'all friends are winning, <laughs> y'all go ahead and get excited and start celebrating because guess what? The line is moving. And that's all I'm saying, right? The line is moving. Go ahead and get excited. But I want to continue to read uh, Matthew 22, verse 11. I'm going back to the New Living Translation. And it reads, but when the king came in to meet the guests, he noticed a man who wasn't wearing the proper clothes for a wedding. Friend, he asked, how is it that you are here without wedding clothes? But the man had no reply. Then the king said to his aides, bind his hands and feet and throw him into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth for many are called but few are chosen right there is a process being in position again does not exempt you from going through the process he was found somewhere 
but he didn't go through the process because he was not wearing the proper garment. He wasn't wearing a garment that was fit for a feast, that was fit for a wedding. He was not prepared, okay? And what do I mean by being prepared? God is working on our internal things, right? Our character, our faith, our love, our integrity, right? Our heart, our mind, all these things. God is working on us. He's preparing us for when it is time, right? We talked about our appointed time. We are in position. Again, we're talking about the process, the process from the highways. Remember, you were still in position in the highways to the feast, to the table where the feast is being held. It's a process. And you want to be sure that you are prepared for to get to that table and enjoy that feast, but there is a process. You must be prepared. He was not able to sit at the table and enjoy the feast. He was not able. Nope. He was recognized. It was recognized that he was not prepared. And the king handled him. Okay. What we do not want for us to happen, we, what we do not want to happen is for us to get to that place, right? From that to the place. And we're not able to enjoy. We're not able to see the benefits. We're not able to enjoy the benefits because we were not prepared. Let's not do that, right? Let's not be those people. Let's not be those kingdom citizens. Like, no, we're kingdom citizens. We know better. Uh Uh-uh. We must be prepared, okay? And um, I need y'all to understand this. We spoke about the external and internal factors that makes us lose our position, that makes us step out of the position that God has placed us in, where he has placed us, the school he placed us, the job he placed us. And I want you to know this. When I said to y'all, listen, we're in position, the enemy heard that. So guess what? He is sending every distraction in the book, okay, to get you off track, to get you from reading your word, to get you from obeying God, to get you out of line, to get you out of position, Because he knows that if you're in position and you get to that place, to the place, the place, oh, man. Oh, man. What? So guess what? He not going to let that happen. Oh, well, he's not going to try to let that happen because it's going to happen in Jesus' name. And we need not to get out of place. We need not to lose our position. Do not let the enemy win in this season. Do not. I'm telling you, I know it's a war to remain in position. It's a war to remain at the feet of Jesus. It's a war to stay grounded, to read your word, to read our word, to to pray fervently, to pray without ceasing. It's a war. But guess what? All of this, if we will press through, I don't care what it looks like. I'm going to praise him because guess what? I'm in position. The enemy doesn't want us to do that. But we're choosing to do that. We're going to do that. We're 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 gonna hold each other's hand, y'all. I'm holding y'all hand right now and believing with you. We will stay. We will remain in position. Now I said I was gonna talk to you guys about kind of like what God is did in my life. And I know we're at like about 30 minutes of this podcast episode, but um I've asked that you continue to listen. And I want to share this. You find favor when you remain in position, okay? Now, there were some things that I shared with you guys just about, you know, feeling like I wasn't hearing from God. I wasn't hearing God, feeling a little distant, but yet he 
all I heard was him say that I was in position. And so I kind of want to backtrack a little bit, um, kind of like in the middle-ish of last year. And I was faced with a hard decision. And I mentioned like a hard decision I had to make, um, I believe like in a video, but I, ne- I never went into detail. But if you recall, or even if you follow me on social media, y'all seen that I was teaching. I was teaching sixth grade world history um, last school year. And I enjoyed it. I found purpose was being fulfilled. You know, I felt fulfilled. I felt like I was making a difference. I was doing something. And yeah, it was hard work, but I loved it. Like I did not dread getting up and going. Like I knew I was showing up for someone. I was showing up for the kids, right? And I was able to be me. And I love that. I was able to be artist. I was able to just be creative. And I love that, right? And so I planned to go back to teaching, right? Like I planned to go back, but I had no peace. And so I wrestled, y'all. I sat there and I was like, no, God, and people, you know, they need me. I feel like this is what God is calling me. I know it doesn't make sense to anybody, but I mean, God brought me here. And even if y'all heard that testimony about how that even happened, I, I didn't even know I was going to be doing that. But anyways, again, I wrestled with going back or not going back and I'm like God I need you to be clear because (laughs) what's like they're ready like I I was in the process of returning like I think like a week it was like school was gonna start in two weeks and I mean I have my stuff over there like we we about the the teachers are about to go back to, to to school to get training and everything like that and God said no you took a step because that was a step and that was me being obedient God orders our steps I took that step in faith. God said, you did what you needed to do, and I'm pleased, right? He released me, and I didn't go back. But let me tell y'all, that was scary a little bit because I kind of found security a little bit in that, you know? Um, I didn't have a, okay, well, how am I going to get, you know, make money? You know, I thought about that, but I chose to be obedient because I know that my there's beauty in obedience, I've been obedient and I've said no to things in the past that God told me to say no to. Like I've done things that God told me to do. And even though it didn't make sense, he worked it out. Right. And so I said, okay. And so in that season, um, God had me to study again for, to go to grad school. And later on, I'll share with you guys the specifics, but for right now, I'm going to just say grad school. Um, and so that's what I did. Um, at the time I, w- I worked a job for like two months during like the COVID, um, like in that, like the, like the peak of COVID, um, in 2020. And, um, I was able to make enough to just have like, you know, enough in my savings to hold me. And so I was able to study. I didn't have to work. I just studied and I would have conversations with God, like, okay, God, like I need money. Like, <laughs> like, you know, what are we doing? But I was like, you know what, God, I trust you. Um, I was scheduled to take the test in November. It was about the end of August when I heard God say that I needed to do a worship night for my birthday. My birthday's October 2nd. I remember just looking out the window. I was on the highway driving or somebody else was driving and I was just gazing out the window and I'm like, God, you serious? Like what? And I thought maybe, maybe it's me. And God was like, do this and be obedient and and, l- and let me show you what your obedience is going to do. Mind you, in 2018, I ha- I hosted a worship night 
And it was a few weeks before I had to take this test. So I'm restudying for a test that I took in 2018. And so now it would have been two years later. Talk about being in a position. (laughs) Two years later. And now I'm studying again. And now God is telling me to do another worship night. But this time on my birthday. I said, okay. So I was in a car with my friend. I said, I'm going to do a worship night for my birthday. And they're like, okay like I I know I told my friends and they were like I mean that's new like (laughs) like that's new and I'm just like y'all don't even understand I'm just being obedient right and it's funny because I had thought that God um you had me do this in 2018 what came out of it because I took that test and I didn't do too well but yet I was in position from since then Because what I didn't know was that I was going to be teaching the next year. Like God told me I was not going to grad school. I wasn't going. I didn't know what that meant, y'all. I'm like, okay, God, I'm not going to apply. And I started teaching. Anyways, I hosted the worship night on my birthday. I ended up pushing back my test from November to January because they changed the date on me. And so it would have been like a week and a few days earlier than expected. And I did not feel prepared. So I pushed it back to January. Again, I got the word December that I'm in position. We're in position, right? The kingdom citizens are in position. I said, okay. Took the test in January. Y'all, I was so anxious. Y'all, I I had anxiety, y'all. I cried after that test. I felt sick to my stomach, (laughs) like, after the test. And I just had to keep saying, God, I trust you. Y'all, I'm like, okay, God, I'm done with the test, um are we gonna work like am I gonna make money like how we doing this thing because we've been out for a while like what am I doing now I got my test results y'all and I got higher than the goal when I tell you God showed out and all I can think about was when he said if you are obedient (laughs) just see what your obedience is going to do you're going to find favor And y'all, I found favor. I just wanted the, listen, God, I just need this. Just give me this, please. And he gave me more than that. Y'all, I said, okay, so that was done. I got that results back in February, um, February 3rd. And now I'm just like minding my business, trying to figure out, you know, um, the process for grad school and, and getting applications. And then I got an opportunity, an opportunity to work y'all great position and it's like god again i'm thinking this too good listen y'all i was thinking this too good to be true like and also the fear of the unknown because now i'm in an unfamiliar place um i had to move for this position and the fear of the unknown it started to cripple me for a little like i had to literally tell them like I'm going to call you guys back with the with the decision. <laughs> like, I'm going to call you guys back. And I had to literally pray because I recognized that it was the fear of the unknown. It was the fear of being at a new place. It was the fear of, uh, is this too good to be true? That began to cripple me. And I almost said no. I almost denied. Guess what? God reminded me in that moment, you're in position. You're in position y'all I cried I said God wow 
here I was about to sabotage this. And I would have said, oh, yeah, I was using discernment. I didn't feel it in my spirit. No, that wasn't a you ain't feeling your spirit. You were fearing the unknown. You were fearing going to a new place by yourself. <laughs> what? You were fearing too good to be true. And I almost, I almost, y'all, forfeited my position. I almost forfeited the position. And I called them back and I got it. And so I had to prepare and I was prepared for it, y'all. Came. And this is why the episode is coming late. I had to move to another place. It worked out where I will have, I'll be able to work for the months before I go to grad school. And so, y'all, when I tell y'all, y'all are in position, y'all better not play with that word. Because I'm not playing with that word. Like, and yes, I almost fumbled. But yet God put in my spirit, you're in position. And so I just pray that whenever you're in a situation, when you're about to forfeit the position, I pray that you will have discernment. I pray that you will have like conviction when you're about to forfeit the position, your position. And that you will see, wow, Samantha talked about that. Oh, yeah, God, we're in position. I'm in position, right? This should be expected. Yeah, God, I should be going from glory to glory. Yeah, God, good things should be happening for me. I should see myself, my life progressing. I shouldn't see myself getting closer to you because I'm in position. You're in position. And I just wanted to share that. And I just pray that encouraged y'all. I really do. Um, We are celebrating over here because guess what? What did I say? You see y'all friends winning. You see your host winning. You see the podcast host winning. Guess what? You better start getting excited, honey, because the line is moving. (laughs) The line is moving. And I wanted to share that. And y'all know y'all are family. The Kingdom Citizens, we are family. And I will in due time share the specifics of grad school and what it is that I'm doing. But for right now, I'm just letting God prepare me for that before I share that. But I will share it eventually talking about being a physician and that you find favor when you remain in position. I could have been sabotaged this. I could have been forfeited this position if I did not obey. And that is the key word from my whole story. If you did not get anything from what I've said, obedience, that is the moral of the story. Obedience, obedience keeps you in position, y'all. It's obedience, obedience to God's word, obedience to what he says. Had I not been obedient, y'all, I don't know what to tell. I don't know what I could have told y'all. I don't know what it was. I don't know what I could have told y'all. I would have been thinking I was doing something right and I wasn't because God didn't tell me to do that. He told me to put in my two weeks. He told me to send my letter of resignation. And I could have chose to people please and be like, well, you know, I only been here a year and I found favor here. God, like I can't do them like that. Who, who, who am I to say that God, when God placed me there in the first place? He positioned me there in the first place. So if he's again, we're the process, right? That was a position that I was at. And now we're going through the process. Now God is positioning me to be somewhere else. I got to be obedient to know where he's taking me throughout this process of being in position. All right, y'all, but I am not going to hold y'all. I pray y'all got something out of this episode. Do not lose your position. Do not forfeit your position. Do not forfeit the place that God has placed you. Continue to be obedient. I pray that you will clearly hear the voice of God in this season. I pray you do not doubt his voice. That it says that my sheep knows my voice and they do and no other voice they follow i pray you only hear and you know the voice of god that you follow and you obey his voice that the enemy he cannot say anything to you 
anything to you to distract you. I bind distraction in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of distraction to take you off track, I bind it. I send it back to hell in the name of Jesus. I send it back to where it came from in the name of Jesus. We speak obedience. We speak a sound mind, discernment and wisdom, understanding in Jesus' name. I love you guys so much. But you know that Jesus loves you so, 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 so much. Y'all be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. Is that same?